Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the Brunch and Slate podcast. It's me, Amira, and today I have Miss Shinjini Das, who is the founder of the Das Media Group. She is a, it's a digital creative agency, but Shinjini is a true powerhouse. You have seen her interviewed on ABC, Fox, NBC. She's been featured in Forbes and Inc. Magazine. She is a millennial woman on the move and a force to be reckoned with. So I'm excited to have her here today. Hello, Shinjini. Hi, Amira. How are you? Great. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I can, I have to jump right in and have you tell everybody a little bit about your background because you have a non-traditional background and you're a little different. So I'd love it if you share a little bit of your story and basically give us an idea a little bit more about what the DAS Media Group does. Yeah, absolutely. So as I was telling you before we started recording, yes, my story is pretty non-traditional in all respects, actually. Um, so I am an engineer and uh, you know went to school for engineering at, at Georgia Tech so go Jackets in Atlanta and uh, you know what happened was after I sort of did that you know I kind of took the traditional route of consulting technology consulting uh, did that for about a year and a half but somewhere you know I was always a speaker so I had competitive speaking experience which I did in high school you know, in speech and debate, as well as, you know, in college, I did, you know, public speaking club and all, all these different speaking type events, right? And so part of me was always keen to see if I could take this professional, but you know, it's not easy to break into the speaking industry. And especially at, at my age, I mean, I was then uh, 22, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's a little bit more difficult, especially when you're younger. Um, so I was commencement speaker, and Georgia Tech, which was really exciting. And that was 10,000 people. But again, somewhere, you know, I really sort of kept asking myself, is this a professional thing? You know, can this become professional? And I think that was a pretty difficult question for me to answer because I really had no idea. And so I kept working though. I was, you know, at this other consulting company for a little bit. Uh, didn't like that um, as much in terms of, you know, what I really wanted to do. I wanted to be in digital, uh, you know, very grateful for the experience, but you know, somewhere I really wanted to be in digital. And so I quit that about one and a half years in. And then uh, beginning of 2016, you know, was really my foundation time I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do you know how I was going to build all this media attention and meanwhile I had been discovered on social media you know and told a sign with a publicist and so I was on TV about you know talking about STEM and women uh, you know and engineering and coding and all of this great stuff but I'm like okay this is great but you know the, the, the go-getter in me was like okay how do I monetize this you know how do I make this a business because media attention is great but not without you know money and so so, um, so that, that's where I was. And, um, I joined another sort of digital marketing agency uh, for about six months. And uh, again, you know, at the end of that, you know, I was like, you know what, I have this 
calling to take all of this full time, you know, to, to work on my social media brand, you know, because that's really what you're sort of known for today, right? Your digital brand, you know, work on that full time, you know, really, uh, really take everything to the next level. And so I quit uh, officially my second corporate job in October of 2016. And I have been full time ever since. And so, yeah, so that's the journey and kind of where we are today. You know, I'm building my own uh, essentially celebrity brand, uh, which is kind of crazy because I'm, again, very different from kind of the traditional landscape that you see. But I think there's beauty to that. I think the perspective that I add is valued as a result. And so now I'm, you know, playing in the television space. I'm playing in, you know, digital media, um, writing, you know, my first book, as, as I told you before the show, Amira. And so a lot of things are happening. And so that's the personal brand side of things. And then in terms of the quote unquote business, you know, I have this digital consultancy, which is really exciting and cool. And, you know, again, working my way up. It's not easy. I will say that, you know, landing your first client is uh, hard. <laughs> uh, so, you know, still kind of in that growing stage. And then, you know, in the future, I'm looking to build my own digital media platform um, to offer empowering content with actionable advice. I think actionable advice being the key, you know, because when uh, you read a lot of the stuff that you read online now, I feel like you're still confused about what to do, <laughs> you know, as uh, so if you're going through, you know, if you're going through like a breakup, right, and you read an article, like at the end of it, you're like, do I really know what to do now? And usually my answer is no. And so I'm trying to solve that by really giving you whether that's tools or e-learning or something to like fix this problem. You know, that's like really my only goal for the platform. And so, yeah, that that's coming up as well. So that's kind of where we are. Um, a lot has happened, but again, super grateful and uh, super excited. <laughs> no, that you should be excited and definitely grateful. That's uh, that's amazing. And in just October of 2016, so you have been moving and shaking, woman. So that is awesome. Now, your platform, the Go Getter Movement and Go Getter Platform, uh, for you guys who don't know, and you'll definitely want to follow her. Um, she is a woman who definitely believes in empowering women and youth, and definitely has a focus on empowering underrepresented minorities, which is what attracted me to her and her brand. Um, a lot of times, like as we talked about before, uh, us women of color and minority women, we are already considered the underdog. And a lot of times we still are segregated even within the minority sphere, if you will say, African-American women with African-American women, Asian-American women with Asian-American women, and so on and so forth. But I truly believe that if we pull our resources together, we would have so much power, which is why I'm always saying we build, we win. Um, so I love that you believe the same thing about us connecting and, and embracing one another and creating, like you said, actionable content and actionable things that we can do to uplift and, and it's needed. So that's just amazing to me. So if you had to put your brand into one hashtag, what would it be? Go get her girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because, you know, Amir, and that's, that's, that's who I am. That's who you are. You know, um, both of us are always on the go, you know, and I do want to shout out you know, my black girl magic, all seriously, I and I mean this, all of the African American women that I've met, that I've connected with are some of the most naturally entrepreneurial women that I've ever met. And so I don't know if it's in your genes, or what. <laughs> but I, I, I'm serious, I'm just so amazed. I'm so amazed. So yeah, I think for me, it would be go get a girl because you know, at every stage of my journey, you know, as I've been, you know, writing in my book, I uh, 
have made the first move, you know. I so for example in college, you know, I was at an in engineering institution where nobody had any idea what public speaking even was. You know, um so when I went up to my so I was on a scholarship, I went up to my scholarship director and I said, you know, I want to speak. Like they were like, "Okay, cool. Like what 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 is that?" you know. So <laughs> For me to transition that over, you know, has just been really difficult, you know, um and getting people to understand my vision, getting people to understand what I'm about, you know, it's it's just been extremely difficult. And I, and I'll be honest, it it was all sort of the personal brand because I think explaining like a company is a little bit easier, right? So like where I'm what am I doing? What are you doing? Marketing. Okay, cool. Like it's not super you know foreign but i think for me i was like oh i want to be a speaker and i'm an engineer and you know i'm a dancer like it's just a lot for people to handle you know and so mm-hmm. for me i think that's the thing that i'm most proud of is being able to explain my personal brand vision and then you know now here we are where people get it uh hopefully <laughs> you know and um so it's good but yeah i think go get a girl and i hope other women feel the same about themselves No, I have to agree with you. I I I cannot tell you enough how many times I can definitely give an elevator pitch, no problem. But in the space that we're in when you are creating a lifestyle brand and a personal brand, especially in this day and age, uh, there's it, it's a mix. You have one generation that totally gets it or they assume 100% that you're a 100% blogger, which you aren't and I'm not. <laughs> um you know, and and in no disrespect to people who are cuz that's a great space too. Right. But when you're trying to create a lifestyle movement mm-hmm. a following and build a brand mm-hmm. you can't say that in one sentence <laughs> right exactly exactly you know, you it's a feeling that you are basically given to people and you're creating this community like your go-getter tribe and my brunch and slave tribe we're creating a movement and a space that is unprecedented that's right uh, so to to be able to put that into words it is difficult so you're the first person who I've interviewed who actually gets that or it speaks about it <laughs> well and it's interesting because when you reached out that was the first thing I saw I'm like oh my god you know we're doing something very similar she gets it you know um and for me you can imagine I mean my friends are doctors and lawyers right so I mean they think I'm crazy you know um <laughs> yeah. so and, and and the other thing is I again not that I want to say I found it challenging but you know what I did I did I found it challenging challenging to be taken seriously you know because when i Absolutely. first started um you know social media like it really my friends thought it was a joke they were like this is funny and i was like you know what it's actually not that funny uh it's actually not that easy if you are not already a celebrity right if you are not already you know on a tv show every day it's not easy to build the kind of following that we both want you know and i'll just be upfront about that because even today the people who i see have the kind of following that i want are are literally either actresses or you know on TV every day or a YouTube star who's you know huge which essentially is TV you know what i mean like it, it, it's not yeah. easy to do that completely organically is what i'm saying or even yeah, like fine. the you know vines or whatever i mean the point is any platform if you're being seen by that many people every day i consider that to be sort of television right um i didn't I start with that you didn't start with that so i mean for us it's been difficult we've almost built something completely out of nothing. Oh yeah, not almost, but you have. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, it, it is. And I totally understand because most people are like I can't tell you how many times even family members are like, "So, what is this brunch and slay? Like, what is that?" And it doesn't offend me because I know everything isn't for everybody, and most of the folks who those people are, they wouldn't be interested in it anyway. Um, I created this 
for women like me, women like you. Mm-hmm. There is a special niche audience who get it, who wanted, who have been longing for it and didn't know they needed it. That's so right. I definitely think we're onto something. And it's, it's a it's a it's a beautiful time because we actually do have the social media platforms, which are free. Mm-hmm. And we're able to manipulate them and use them to the best to grow our businesses and our audience. And we get in front of people who we would never know. Like if I didn't have LinkedIn, I would never know who you are. That's right. That's <laughs> right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I look at it as, you know, both of us, absolutely, you know, we're digital entrepreneurs. And I think that we're being really smart about it because I think the alternative, which is like, hey, I ate a banana today. Great. But you know what I mean? Like we're both using it for business, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. 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 So what's your current inspiration? What's getting you out of the bed every day now? Yeah, to be honest, it's just um, operationalizing everything. I think it's been really difficult, again, to articulate the vision, to put it together. And now, I mean, I'm just flooded with action items, which honestly is very overwhelming. So I told you, right, I just finished the first draft of my manuscript. And so, I mean, that was literally 51,000 words. That's a lot of words. Wow. That's a lot of words, you know, and, and I'm a writer, but that that's a lot of words. So um, so that that is just that's been it's just been a difficult time to like do so much. And then I'm working on, you know, a proposal for another, you know, very large partnership. And then just, you know, so like I said, I mean, social media is a full time job. Right. And I uh, am managing my, you know, all my accounts myself. And, you know, I want to keep doing that. And so that is its own, you know, to do list. Uh, and then on top of that, um the website updates and all that. So it's just, there's just a lot of action items on my plate now, whereas before it was more sort of what I, what do I want to do and the vision and whatever else. And now it's like, oh my God, it's, it's work time, you know? (laughs) So uh, exciting, but frankly, a little bit overwhelming. And I'm, I'm not the person who enjoys, uh, you know, being back to back to back to back. I mean, I've done it all my life because, you know, the school and engineering, like I've just never had time to breathe. And that's just how I've worked. But now as I'm like getting older, I'm like, is this really how I want to live? <laughs> you know, and and the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. Yeah. 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 And the, I mean, the great thing is we get to shine a light uh, once again to go back to us being minority women we get to show a lot of people who typically put us in one box and show them the diversity and the reach that we have and get to inspire other women in our ethnicities uh, to be able to step out and do something outside of the box. Just like you, I went to college and this has nothing to do with what my degree was in. I was a political science major. So this, I'm totally left, but I'm doing, I answer the call and I'm doing what I feel like serves me best. And I think it's important that we shine a light on that and not just because you know we're women and that's great you know it's it's a girl power movement we all get that (laughs) but i think our communities need to see examples of non-traditional career paths that's right and and you know what again i will highlight the minority thing because in the beginning i was kind of in denial i was like oh it's fine but there's like three people doing something different you know what i mean like there's very few examples um yeah so i'm with you there you know and that's why like i I get really excited you know when like a like a family friend of ours i'm I'm indian so family friend of ours like her mom you know likes my status you know that's really exciting to me because and you know regardless of whether or not she's like fully supportive i would like to think that she's fully supportive (laughs) but the fact is she at least knows what i'm doing 
So I just wrapped up an interview because of the Women's March, right? I just wrapped up an interview on, uh, it's called like NTN24, which is this uh, TV station in Colombia, like in Bogota, Colombia, like in South America. And I'm fluent in Spanish. And so the interview was this like eight minute long interview in Spanish about, you know, the importance of the Women's March and what I feel about the current political situation. And, um, you know, the fact that female unemployment is at its lowest. And what do I think? And just, I mean, it was a very in-depth conversation. And so I posted about that on Facebook that, you you know, just finished up this interview, Women's March. And so this family friend of mine, like her mom liked it. And so again, my thing is like, you know, hopefully she can see that, you know, um, her daughter can also do something different and be successful, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and they will. And you're literally laying the foundation. So on that note, and we kind of touched on it, you and I both have these ever growing to do lists. And that's the life of an entrepreneur, period. No complaints. Wouldn't have it any other way. But when it comes to setting those goals, what process do you use? Do you have a formula that you typically use in order to conquer the right things? Yeah, so I think it is prioritization, prioritization. I think one thing that admittedly I am actually struggling with right now is spacing out the workload. So what I'm finding, because I'm perpetually in this situation, and and I don't want to call myself a procrastinator, but maybe that is the word, um, which is that like everything is at once. So like today, you know, I, I just I wrapped up my book literally this morning and sent it to my manager and now I'm working on a proposal and I'm like why am I doing everything in one day like why and then I realized that that's my fault so either um actually I'm I'm probably not good at this I'm probably not good at spacing out my work evenly um again that's not necessarily procrastination that maybe means that you spend you know a really long time on something and kind of you know not enough time on something else so I, I know that I'm really trying to work on that which is spacing out my workload but in terms of goal setting and prioritization I really look at you know again the metrics that define me which right now honestly it is revenue right I mean I'm very young in this business and you know especially this year I need to prove those metrics right so that is number one so my thing is you know what will help that you know absolutely social media following growth will help that you know absolutely uh, a book (laughs) will help that so that that's how i you know structure out my goals because you're right i mean there's you know an infinite number of things that we can do and that we should do but you know do we have time to do them all you know at the same time no so so how often do you evaluate your goals you know, every day, every day, I think that's also just naturally wired into who I am. So sort of every day I am taking a check. And what I'm realizing is I'm getting into the same rut of like, I have 10 million things to do at once. And I mean, I, you know, like, again, that is how I worked before, but I'm not sure that that was the best way to work. Right. And so now that I'm getting older, and you know, very soon, you know, going to have teams to manage and stuff, I'm like, this is not, this is not going to work, you know. Um, and also, you know, things come up, right? Last minute, uh, in our, you know, business, things come up, you know, for me, whether that's an interview or this, I don't want to be in a situation where, like, I left everything till today. And, you know, today, I got called to an interview. And, and, you know, there goes the rest of the deadlines, you know what I mean? So, I've realized that, you know, I need to do a much better job of spacing out my uh, progress <laughs> so that we're not waiting <laughs> to the last day. <laughs> well, that's part of the, that's the answer right there. Yeah. Figuring out what you need to improve on. That's right. And you also mentioned, kind of touched on it, having teams. That's, that's the part we all can't wait to get to. You know, in the beginning, it's just you. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you may get a virtual assistant or someone you kind of move up. But being able to truly hire great people to support your dream that's a huge part of that transition. And um, so is there a software that you use? Like what software right now do you feel like you would be lost without? 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, so I'm actually a really big fan of uh, this social media automation tool that I use in terms of disseminating my content because I'm, again, all over the place, right? So Facebook and Twitter and, you know, whatever else. And so that that has been a really great help. But otherwise, in terms of like calendar and all, you know, I'm very simple. You know, I don't use that many apps to control my schedule or anything like that. I mean, calendar, you know, as always... Um, you know, Gmail, uh, is, is great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, in terms of like the scheduling stuff, I'm not at all fancy, but in terms of, uh, the, yeah, social media sort of content automation tool, I think that's awesome. Which um, one do you use? I use Hootsuite. Oh, okay. Yeah. I used yeah. to use that one and I went over to Planoly. I used Hootsuite in the beginning. I don't know. I don't know how much Hootsuite's changed mm -hmm. since I used to use it, but I think they're all great. I'm with you. Automation is key. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I am looking for sort of more ways as well, because I think that maybe there are some things that I may not even know um, in terms of, you know, automation. But then again, part of me is also like we, we can't automate everything, but the things right. that can be automated, we should. So, yeah, so yeah, that, that's so what I'm. As a writer, so, mm -hmm. I know right now you have your book mm -hmm. uh, that you just finished today. And congratulations on that. I know you must feel like a ton of bricks has been lifted off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Look, it's it's not done, right? Obviously, now we're waiting, you know, editing and, and all of that. But at least the first cut, I mean, I told my manager, I said, I put, I put 51,000 words on paper. <laughs> I, I should get an award. <laughs> you know? So tell everybody what the book is about. Yeah, so it is about my life and it is about uh, just how I got here. You know, again, I have a pretty interesting story. So I was born in India you know, I grew up as a very, very shy kid, you know, very, very shy to the point of, you know, painfully shy to the point of like it was an issue shy uh, to, to now, you know, and I think that it, it is a journey worth talking about. And I think it's a journey that other people will see themselves in, you know, whether that's like, a, you know, standing outside you know, third grade as a, as a new kid in America, not feeling like she belonged, you know, or it's in high school and, and college really, really, again, feeling like that outsider. And I think, and I've, you know, been very honest about this, you know, on LinkedIn, I know you follow me there, that I'm an outsider, you know, um, you're an outsider. I, I think we're all out, you know, we're both outsiders, you know, um, and we've had to really uh, become this insider. And, and how does that look like? And so today, you know, when I am getting the opportunities that I'm getting, and like it's surreal to me like it's well it's also like funny I'm like this is funny like the girl who you know didn't have friends you know the girl who like no guy ever talked to like now she's popular like this is funny <laughs> like to me that was that was interesting I'm like you know what I think this is a really good foundation for a story you know because it, it I sort of really defy all of the um, rules, you know, or all of the expectations that, you know, she should be this way. I'm not, you know, she should be this. I'm an engineer. You know, she should be uh, white. I'm brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting. Like, the whole story is interesting. And again, you know, my audiences are so diverse. You know, they're so um, just all over, you know, all over the world, uh, multiple countries, multiple continents. And, uh, and, and they, they want something like this. And I think they want somebody relatable. I think that's the biggest feedback that I've heard, you know, from everybody about the current sort of pop culture or celebrity culture, whatever, whatever you may call it, that, you know, we really want someone relatable. You know, we, we want someone that we can cry with and understand. And, you know, we, we want that person. And I think I am that person, you know, and the way that I've sort of written it is just very raw, you know, very uh, unapologetic, you know, very, very, um, very real. 
you know, and I think there's something to be said about just being vulnerable and being real and being unapologetic. So no, I'm thrilled. I'm really excited. I'm I'm very happy with how it's come together. But again, you know, this is just the first cut. You know, I have to make my own edits and wait for, you know, the editor and everything. But no, I'm I'm super happy and I think that they will enjoy it. And I think they'll also learn a lot just about my journey and, you know, the whole thing. It's like if she can do it, you know, I can do it. I'm a go-getter. You know, that's really the key takeaway for for the book. So. I love that you said that because that's something I've been saying a lot lately. If she can, I can, we all can. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think you, you're like really warming my heart right now. I think we might have some new girlfriend power here um, as far as, you know, just talking about being an outsider. That's something that I'm sure you probably struggle with too when it came to building your brand. It's like, do I want to go balls to the wall and just be for minority women or do I want to be all inclusive? Because that's how I wish other people were to our culture. Mm -hmm. I wish that they would just stop making us feel like we're the only one in the room. That's a conversation that has come up so much for me Mm -hmm. in this second year of business because I immediately, when I started Brunch and Slay, I wanted it to be all inclusive and Mm -hmm. it is all inclusive. Mm -hmm. And I made a very special effort to make sure I did that. And then all of a sudden, I started to see my crowd change just a little bit, which didn't bother me. I just want the people who identify and connect with it to be there. Um, And then not too long ago, a couple of months ago, I had a couple of women come up to me who were white women and tell me that they wanted to attend my events, but they hadn't gone because they didn't want to be the only one. Mm. And... I asked them tons of questions about it. I thank them for their honesty because mm-hmm. I need. I think I needed to know that. Mm-hmm. But I also want other cultures to recognize that a lot of times when you and I go to events, we are the only one, most times. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we need to recognize that. And I think you sharing your story mm-hmm. um, from start to finish lets people, is important. Mm-hmm. I think it's important because people need to stop being so ignorant and they need to make an effort to not be so ignorant. That's you right. need to make an effort to understand other cultures' norms so that you don't offend them. Mm-hmm. And also so that you can be more inclusive and not just on paper because it's the end thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I will say, Amira, something that has been really uh, irritating to me, actually, is a lot of very prominent minority figures. That, I mean, there's like very few, right? But whoever is there, I sometimes find that they're not always like open about being a minority they're like i'm american like i'm i'm from here and i'm just like but you're brown like you know what i mean so like so that has always bugged me um I will write about that too in, in, in a post. But my thing is like, and I am, like I'm, you know, I'm 100% American, but I was also not born here. And, you know, I felt like I didn't belong for the large majority of my life. So I, I can't lie about that, you know? Um, and so I wish that there were more, you know, such stories of minorities explicitly saying, you know, that I felt, you know, this and this, and I felt this and this. But the fact is, I haven't been able to find them. And I've looked, you know, uh, in, in a lot of places. So I agree with you. I think saying, that being honest about that which is why when when it comes time to the book um just you know the conversations the signings all that kind of stuff you know i want to make sure that i do tell my manager that we will absolutely hit up the minority crowds one-on-one because as much as i'm also like totally inclusive and all about there are certain issues that only we face right and i i can't uh, pretend that that's not true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially minorities in business, because that's a whole nother uh, thing, right? Um, 
minorities in tech, you know, brown women in tech, black women in tech. And so I want to make sure that when it comes time to like promotions, you know, I want to make sure that I have those one on one conversations, you know, with uh, Indian women in tech, right, with black women in business, you know, um, black owned, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's that's what I want to do, because I'm tired of the like blanket, you know, we're, we're all the same, you know, we're all American. I'm like, cool. But you know, there's a there's a part of me that just never felt like she belonged. So how about that? No, and you're right. And and kudos to you for owning it and saying it out loud. I think the more of us who speak about it, I think to go back to what you were saying about some of those people who are more recognized, who kind of blanket statement up until, and even now it's still not popular, but more recently it's been more accepted to be vocal about it. Mm -hmm. Before, if you were adamant about it, then you were militant or it was too much black power or she's just so ethnic you know mm-hmm. different terms that people use she's just aggressive they love to call black women aggressive that's right when <laughs> when we speak our mind or just we have dominant personalities that is who we are that doesn't mean we're aggressive or want to fight you mm-hmm. we are just passionate women mm-hmm. um and i think that most women are passionate and they're starting to see that now it's like all of a sudden that the women's march is here to go back to what you're speaking about earlier mm-hmm. and feminism is a great hashtag um, now issues are prevalent and now they matter. But these are the same things you and I have been struggling with since forever. Right, exactly. And which is why I want to I want to shine a spotlight because there have been already many people who are like, why are you, you know, saying that you're different? You know, why are you, you know, posting? Because a lot of and you're right, like the bloggers and stuff. There's a whole bunch of them now who are, you know, exclusively catering to the South Asian audience. You know, in my case, the Indian audience. And, you know, they're all about the, you know, Indian clothes, Indian this, Indian that. Whereas my brand is very um, global and it's not, you know, so, <laughs> you know, so ethnic. Right. Uh, but but which is why I was like, you know, I don't know, should I dress up in Indian clothes? Should like, is this too much? What's going on? But then I was like, you know what, I'm me. And that is equally a part of me as, you know, other parts. And so, you know, exactly like for black women, you know, aggressive, passionate, you know, they're, they're, it's black girl magic, you know, take it or leave it, you know, um, which is how I live, you know, which is how I live. Um, yeah. So I know you just killed it this morning. Yeah. Finishing the book. What other area in your life are you currently slaying? Oh, that's such a good question. Okay, so I think the strategy, I think I'm really, really happy, very proud of just the brand strategy that I've built um, around myself, obviously, sort of front and center, but also kind of moving forward the different business ventures I want to align with and, you know, the platform and this and that. I think it's all actually coming together really well. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm just really excited. So, for example, you know, I've really been wanting to engage youth in a really, really big way. And, uh, you know, this morning and I can't go into too much detail but you know I heard some insightful information from someone and I was like oh my god that has to be what I do next and so I'm really proud of that because I'm again you know very big believer of sort of manifesting you know greatness and you know what you believe comes true right and so for me like I've really been thinking about kids a lot you know I've been going into you know kids toy stores and just seeing like what what are kids you know buying and and seeing and you know I guess parents are buying kids kids are not buying anything but you know the, the parents what are they buying and the dolls and this and that because a big part of my mission is also like like you said youth empowerment right which is kind of ignored right now right um among like us like among older sort of entrepreneurs or whatever you know they're not really focused on the kids and uh, i want to do that and so 
you know, so yeah, today, this morning, I, I heard something that I was like, oh my God, I have to do that, you know, to, for kids. So I, I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of my brand strategy because it's been really difficult to navigate that, um, especially again in my situation where nobody had any idea. Uh, and even now, you know, uh, Amira, I tell my publicist and manager what we're doing. It's not usually the other way around. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But for the most part, like he told me, manager told me, he's like, you're my boss. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, don't you pay him? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, well, pay, right. pay a cut. Pay a cut. That's but from your cut, though. Yeah. Right. But you know what I mean? So I think, I think some, like, it took me a while to realize that because in the beginning when I signed, you know, even the publicist, I was like, oh, like she, you know, they're, they're doing everything. But then I was like, wait, <laughs> I think I'm supposed to do everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was sort of this switch of, wow, you know, I am the boss. So. Yeah, they they could do nothing if you weren't there to give them things to do. Right, exactly. So, exactly. You are the brand, and that's beautiful. Right. So, and align with the brunch and slave movement, if you could brunch with anybody this mm -hmm. Saturday, anybody in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? President Barack Hussein Obama. 100%. <laughs> hands down. There's, there's, no, there's no doubt even. Like, I, that's, yeah. I, I've been, that, I've been thinking that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love your energy, Shangini, and I just am so seriously, absolutely happy that we connect. I definitely think this is the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Um, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your time today and sharing your vision. I can't wait till your book comes out. Please make sure you let me know so I can share it with our audience. Absolutely. I'm sure they want to get their hands on it, too. So where can everybody find you? Yeah, so I am on Twitter, Facebook public page, and like my page with the blue check mark, uh, and the Instagram, uh, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, at Speaker Shinjini. So that's S P E A K E R S H I N J I N I. Again, that's Speaker Shinjini. Very easy, consistent across our brand. So, yes. yes. And, you know, again, thank you. I cannot wait to hear more about your journey. And I want to thank all of you guys for listening every week. I want to thank those of you who have subscribed already. If you have not subscribed, do me a favor right now, whatever platform you're listening on, go ahead and subscribe. And when you finish this episode, because I know you're going to love it, share it on your social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're really loving it like you should, share it on all of them, <laughs> even in the stories and tag us, tag us so we can show you some love as well. And if you're really loving Brunch and Slay commercial free, click in the show notes and find out how you can support the podcast for only $1 a month. Uh, and until next time, I cannot wait to chat with you guys again. I'm Amira Sane and this is Brunch and Slay. Mm -hmm.